This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, Bruchim Abam, welcome everyone. This morning we're going to talk about the topic on everybody's mind, namely, the weather forecast for tonight, the first night of Sukkot. So now, um, I woke up this morning and I did something I never do. I drove to Shul. I don't like to drive to Shul. I like to walk to Shul. Because, you know, I have my say there, the things that I like to, the way I like to prepare for Shachras. But it was pouring. But I drove to Shul a few blocks away. I parked my car. You can't park right on the corner because uh, it's not safe. It's not allowed. It's not legal to park right on the corner. So I parked the next, uh, the next spot over. Middle of davening, I hear the rain is coming down, it's coming down, it's coming down. I look out the window, the entire peninsula looks like the Mississippi River. There was flash flooding. I said, what's with my car? Miraculously, the water went up to my car. Um, some people were not as fortunate. So I'm very grateful to the Rebani Shalom that um, my car was not damaged. However, during the night, my sukkah collapsed at least the beams, schach, the lighting tour. So right now I don't have a sukkah, but um, hopefully after the shear, in the schus of learning uh, about the rain, so then uh, we'll be able to get it back together. Okay, bottom line is, with that <laughs> intro, you're getting a little bit of a picture that we're, uh, we're due for some serious weather. The good news is, we spoke out last night, that it's not a simon klala. It's only a simon klala if it's a beautiful day, and as you're about to get into the sukkah, then it rains, then you know the Almighty doesn't want your service. But if it's raining a few days before, and it continues raining, the Bikur Yaakov says, Simen Tafresh Lamates, Sivkatan Lamates, not a Simen Klala. The Mishmer Shalom says it's only a Simen Klala in Eretz Yisrael, where it doesn't usually rain. So, if it rains on sukkahs, it's a Simen Klala. In America, it can rain any day of the year. But let's talk about bottom line. What do you do if it rains? Now, Typically, Rabbi Say, in the rain, you're putter from the sukkah. Why are you putter from the sukkah? Because mitzayer is putter from sukkah. Okay, that's a special din, a din, a unique, a, a din that's unique to sukkahs, <coughs> to the mitzvah of sukkah. Mitzayer is putter. However, the first night might be different. Meaning, if it rains any other night of sukkahs, besides the first night, and we'll see the second night may be similar to the first night because of the sake of the Yaima. But typically, if it rains during Sukkot, you move inside. But you have a special issue the first night of Sukkot. Namely what? That maybe the first night of Sukkot, a mitzdair is chayev. Why would mitzdair be chayev? Why would mitzdair be chayev the first night? The answer is, because there's a famous Kzeira Shava, Tesvav, Tesvav, it says Chamisha Asar by the first night of Pesach. It says Chamisha Asar by the first night of Sukkot. So we, we compare eating in the Sukkah to eating Matzah. The same way the first night of Pesach you have to eat a Kezayis of Matzah, the first night of Sukkot you must eat a Kezayis in the Sukkah. And the same way the first night of Pesach you must eat Matzah. You can't say, you know, I'm not really in the mood of Matzah. I want to eat uh, potato chips. No, you got to positively eat the matzah. The rest of the umtif, if you don't want to eat chametz, if you don't want to eat matzah, you don't have to eat matzah. 
the first night you have to eat matzah. So we say, likewise, the first night of Sukkot, you must eat a kezayis. You must eat in the sukkah. Many Rishonim hold. I want to tell you who they are. The Rishonim are the Rosh and Brachis Parak Zayin, Hagoy Sashri, the Chumas Hadeshen, the Archos Chaim, the Meiri, the Chachmei Lunel, the Ran, Toysus Rabbeinu Paris, the Maril, the Ritva, Rabbeinu Manoyach, and the Tor. They hold that this Gezer Shava, Tezvav, Tezvav, requires that you must eat in the sukkah, the first night of sukkah, even if you're mitzta'er. Even, meaning, even though mitzta'er, pater, min sukkah, that's the rest of sukkah. The gzera shavav, tesvav, tesvav, teaches me, just like you got to eat the kezayis of matzah the first night of Pesach, you have to eat a kezayis in the sukkah the first night of sukkah, no matter what, it could be raining, it could be pouring, you could be snoring, all of the above, you must eat in the sukkah. That is the sheet of many rishayim. Accordingly, According to these Rishayim, even though it's pouring, even though there's a flood advisory, even though, you know, you look in your backyard and, you know, the whole house is floating away, nevertheless, Mitzdayer is Chayev, according to these Rishayim, and you're going to have to go out, according to these Rishayim, eat a Kazais in the Sukkah, well, first you're going to make Kiddush in the Sukkah, and um, say, people want to know, what about Oshpizen? I never... We have no guarantee Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov come in the rain. That we don't know about. What we do know is that you got to go out in the rain, according to these Rishayim, okay? Uh, don't ask about the Yoshpizen. There's no time for that, okay? The Iker is, we, we, tonight we have to worry about the, the mitzvah. The mitzvah, according to these Rishayim, you're Chayev. Now, according to them, you need to make a bracha of Leishe Basuka, okay? I'm not saying you should do that, I'm just pointing out, according to these Rishonim, you would be required to make a bracha of Leishev Basuka. However, many Rishonim disagree, and I want to tell you who they are. The Rajba, the Rajba is in the Chubas, Simen uh, Ayin Ches, the Ravid, Toysvis and Brachas, and the Gros says this is the Iker Shita. The Mitzdayer is Pater from the Sukkah even the first night. I tesvav tesvav gzer shava. No, 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 no. You can't. You're going to make tesvav tesvav for everything. You're going to say you have to eat charoisas in the sukkah. You're going to say you have to steal afikoyman in the sukkah. You're going to say you have to drink dalit koisas in the sukkah. I mean, enough with the tesvav tesvav. All tesvav tesvav teaches me is that you have to eat a kazayas in the sukkah and it has to be at night. But don't go so far to say that even mitzdair is chayiv. This is the shita of many rishonim. The gross says this is the ikur shita. So, Be'ikr we hold your potter from the sukkah if it rains. But, Ilamaisa tzamachloikas we shine him. And it's a suffix do'iraisa. So, what do you do? Comes a Mishabura. Mishabura says, many achreinim say, they are primagodim, der chachayim, noi de behuda, the beismer, the chay adam. Is that your machoyiv to go out into the sukkah, misafik? Your mich, because some rishonim say, Mitzar is chayiv the first night. But you can't make a brach of Leishibah because some Rishonim say you're potter. So the bottom line is, what are you going to do? You're going to go out in the rain and you're going to make Kiddush without a Leishibah Fine. So go out in the rain, you're not going to make a bracha. Should I go out right away? Next top topic. In other words, the bottom line is, I'm going to go out, but I'm not going to make a bracha. I'm going to go out in deference to those Rishonim who say, Mitzar is Chayiv the first night. I'm not going to make a bracha, in deference to the Rishonim who say, Mitzar is Pater. 
but should I do this right away? So the Mishnah Brewer brings two opinions. Opinion number one is, you got to wait, because it might stop raining. How long should you wait? Till midnight. Till midnight. <clears throat> Why not beyond midnight? Because L'Chadchila, just like the matzah is supposed to be eaten before midnight, L'Chadchila, you got to eat in the sukkah before midnight. So you're going to wait till midnight. Why? Because if it stops raining, then you can make a leisha basukah, and you'll be yoytze l'kuleyama. Okay? So that's shita number one. That's the most machmer shita. So if you want to come to shul tomorrow morning, and be able to, you know, there are people like this, many people like this. They want to be able to come to shul and say, like they did it the, the perfect way, the ideal way. So if you're that guy, you're the guy who comes in, somebody says, when did you finish the seder? What do you mean? I just finished 8.58 and I'm uh, lucky I made it to Shachras on time. If you're the guy who uh, you like to show everyone that you do everything perfectly, so you, tonight you're going to wait till midnight. Okay? You may have disrupted you know, your family life, but if you want to do the mitzvah of sukkah right, that's the best thing to do. That's shita number one. This is the opinion of Chayadam, Primagadam, Noidibihuda, Base mayor. However, some Achreinim say, don't wait so long. Because if you're going to wait, and you're going to keep your family waiting until midnight, your wife's been slaving away since Matzah Yom Kippur, cooking, cleaning, the kids are hungry, they're cranky, and therefore, according to these opinions, wait an hour or two. Hour or two. An hour or two, okay? More than that is torture. Even an hour or two, not so easy, not so comfortable. But the second opinion is wait an hour to two hours. Why? Otherwise you're torturing the people. Okay? These are the two deois. Comes the Sharatzion and the Sharatzion throws in. Now, but what if... Hmm... One second, what's going on here? I'm going to have to take a... Okay, but now there is one more factor over here. This is the factor that the Sharatzioin brings in, and sorry for the interruption. Actually, we uh, had flooding in the basement, and it interrupted our connection. Comes the Sharatzioin, and the Sharatzioin says, okay, we have these two opinions. First opinion is, wait until midnight. Second opinion is, wait an hour or two. But says the Sharatzioin, what if you're distressed because of hunger, or you're distressed because of tiredness by waiting. Especially if you have poor guests who haven't eaten the whole day and they're starving. Says the Sharetzion, do not wait. You should not wait. Why? Mimanavshach. If mitzdar is chayiv, so I could go into the sukkah, make kiddush, and I'm yoytzeh. And if mitzdar is pater, then I'm allowed to eat. I'm allowed to eat now. I don't even have to be eating in the sukkah. And the Sharetzion adds, it could be, that regarding Aniyim, if you're going to hold them back from eating, and they're not mechayiv to fulfill all the opinions, 
So there's a chashash of delaying giving, giving them tzedakah. There's a chashash of bal ta'achar. Now, so we have these three opinions. Opinion number one is wait till chatzos. Opinion number two is wait an hour or two. Opinion number three is eat immediately if you're distressed <coughs> or you have poor guests. Now, um, according to... So the, this is the third opinion again, the opinion of the Sharatzion, that if you have... Uh, if you personally are distressed because of hunger or tiredness or you have poor guests, then in, under these circumstances, the halacha is you should not wait at all. Now, let's, before we come to any type of conclusion, let's discuss the following question. Why should you wait at all? Why shouldn't you say, go straight into the house, make Kiddush, I'm sorry, go straight into the sukkah, make Kiddush, and say Shechianu, eat the whole Suda. In other words, why, why isn't there a simple solution over here? Why go into the sukkah right away? If you go into the sukkah right away, you may have to come in again if the rain stops. So we have a very simple solution, says the Mishaburah. Start right away, in your house, eat the meal, Make a shachianu, eat the whole meal, and at the end of the meal, if it stopped raining, great, have the suda sukkah, and if it didn't stop raining, have a kazais in the sukkah anyway. What's this waiting business? What is accomplished by waiting? What is gained by waiting? See, this is a very important question. What are we gaining by waiting? So the Mishnah Baruch says something very interesting. What you gain is that if you start the meal right away, and you make a shachianu, that shachianu is only going on the yomtif. It's not going on the sukkah because you're not sitting in the sukkah. If it stops raining, and you have to go back into the sukkah, you're going to have to make a second shachianu. And you're going to be marbet bevrachos for no reason. It's not correct to do that. So the whole reason to wait is predicated on the idea that if you don't wait, and it stops raining, you're going to be making a second shachianu. So therefore, what we tell you is, first make kiddush in the sukkah. This way it's going on the yamtif and on the sukkah. I, how's it going on the sukkah? You're not yoytzi, the midst of sukkah. Well, it's not worse than if you made a shachiono on the sukkah before sukkahs. And then if it stops raining, then you go back in. So this is very interesting to me. I'm going to share with you a question on the Mishnah that I don't really understand. And that is why, if the whole reason to wait is because if I make a shachiono right away in the house, I'm going to have to make another shachiono in the sukkah, if it stops raining, why can't I make Kiddush in the house, make a Shechianu on the Yom Tif, and have in mind it's going on the sukkah? I, but I can't sit in the sukkah right now. The same way I could make a Shechianu on Erev Yom Tif, on the Asiyah Sasukkah, why can't I make a Shechianu on the sukkah, on Yom Tif, even though right now it's raining? So that's, that's sort of a, a question on the Mishnah Burah. And uh, these are the three opinions that the Mishnah get gives. Again, number one, you wait till Chatzos. If at that point uh, it doesn't stop raining, you eat a Kazais in the sukkah, you have in mind to finish the meal in the house, and you go back inside. Number two, you wait an hour or two, because you're, to wait till Chatzos is torturous to the people. And the third opinion, the Mishnah brings in the Sharetzion, is not to wait at all, especially if you're distressed, you're tired, people are extremely cranky, or you have poor guests. So the bottom line is, what should a person do? So it depends. If somebody has guests that are definitely aniyim, they're not to wait at all. 
not permitted to wait. Because these aniyam are not, you're not required to place any chumras on these guests, so you can't make them wait. Again, this is not talking about family, but somebody who would qualify as uh, an ani that you have to give tzedakah to. By the way, it could apply to family as well. Somebody has guests that they're not self-sufficient, and you're sort of guesting them, you're hosting them, as a form of tzedakah, you can't make them wait either. They, they don't have to suffer more because you happen to be related to them. So again, if somebody has poor guests, you don't wait at all. If somebody's just dealing with family, if you know everybody in your family is learning uh, in Eretz Yisrael, you know, from your 2-year-old to your 23-year-old, and they all want to be machmer on every diktik b'halacha, and they're, they're comfortable waiting till chatzais, go for it. In most cases, uh, probably most family members will not be comfortable waiting till chatzais, and admit it, neither will you be. In that case, probably the most reasonable approach is to wait an hour to two, um, and at that point, the uh, comfort letter levels are uh, depleted, and then you go into the sukkah, you make a shachiano on the yamtif, you eat a kazais in the sukkah, you don't make a leishev, you have in mind to continue the suda back inside. If it then stops raining, before chatzais, before you get into bed, you go back out, and now you need to eat more than a kabeya in the sukkah. Why? Because the only reason you're able to get away with the kazais is the first eating of sukkahs only less is required because we learn it out from Pesach. But since, if you've already eaten in sukkah, and now it stops raining and going back inside, you may have already been yoitze. Now, to go back into the sukkah, you have to eat a little bit more than a kabeah. This, the Mishaburah says, is all night number one. Night number two. Then, you're not dealing with the potential issue of, well, if I make Kiddush in my house and it stops raining, I'm going to have to make another Shekhyonu. There's not another Shekhyonu to make on the making of the sukkah the second night. So the second night, you could start off right away and be Mekadesh in your house. However, L'Chadchila, the Mishaburah says, it's correct, it's correct to wait a little bit the second night as well. How much is a little bit? Doesn't say. Maybe 30 minutes. It's not clear. I want to throw in one more factor. Again, we, we said there are three opinions. Opinion number one, you wait till chatzos. Opinion number two, an hour or two. And then if you have poor guests or family members that are very cranky, then uh, you make kiddush right away. Some place can hold that the whole Indian of waiting is when it's possible the rain will stop. But if the forecast is the rain is not going to stop, then you have more to rely on to make the Kiddush faster. Because really, all the reason you're waiting is to avoid the second Shekhyanu if it stops raining. If 90% it's going to continue to rain, and that's what they forecast, obviously they're not, uh, they're Nevi'im Shikarim, but um, in all likelihood, um, it probably won't stop raining. It's more reasonable to say all the Paiskim are talking about when you don't have a specific forecast. When you have a specific forecast, it's not supposed to stop. There's definitely more to rely on to make Kiddush right away. So your chatzos may come to an hour or two um, in such a situation. Or your hour or two might turn into a half hour under these types of circumstances. This is, what, uh, this is the course of action according to the Mishabura. Sorry for the interruption. And I wish everyone Chag Kasher
You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.